from Labradoodles to Cronuts. The world loves a hybrid, so today, businesses are taking a smarter hybrid cloud approach using the tools, platform, and expertise of IBM. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self-Made CEO Podcast. My name is Adrian Finch. Today, we are talking all about vision boards. What is a vision board, and why does it work? How does it work? and why you should make one today, because they will help you achieve all of your wildest dreams, all of your goals, without even really having to do anything. So I'll explain in this episode. Stay tuned. My name is Adrienne Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 24. Oh, how are you guys doing today? I hope it is a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday, wherever you are. I'm so pumped to be back. I've started kind of doing a new thing. It's not new. It's just a little bit more scheduled where I'm going to try to do a guest every other episode and then a solo episode in between. The reason why I really love my solo episodes, I also really love my guest episodes. Obviously, I love it all. But I want to be giving you guys kind of a variety of content. And I've also decided that with some of my guests coming up, I really want to, instead of just interviewing them on their lives and their stories, sometimes those are extremely helpful um, because we can all relate to different people's stories. But I also want to sometimes be taking a guest and discussing back and forth a certain topic or something from a book, you know, as in the five second rule from Mel Robbins or time batching or any topic of the sort that maybe someone else can offer a different perspective on and we can talk back and forth about them. So I'm going to be doing that a lot with guests coming up. If you guys ever have things that you want me to talk about, explain, teach you, or just discuss with a guest, please always feel free to go message or comment on the Instagram page at the self-made CEO Go over there and give that a follow, and that is where I'm getting a lot of ideas for episodes. You guys ask me a lot of really great questions, so thank you for that. Continue that. So we're here today. Episode 24 is all about vision boards. This is actually a question that I get often. is like, why do vision boards work? Are they useless? Are they important? And that is something that I had to discover for myself was that vision boards are actually incredibly powerful tools. They do a lot more than we think. It's more than just an art project that is fun and a cute little piece of art for your wall. They're actually a very powerful manifesting tool that I didn't fully realize the potential of until I had one myself. So in today's episode, I'm basically going to talk all about vision boards. What are they and what are they actually doing for you? How are they completely changing your life, helping you to achieve all your goals, get all your desires, have all of that manifest themselves into your lives. Why are these vision boards helping so much with that? And then how do you actually create one? And I want you to know there's no right or wrong way to creating one, but I want you to open your mind to the possibility of making one because some of you are probably like, eh, that's dumb, or I don't want to do art, or meh. And you absolutely don't have to make one. And if you're someone who doesn't want to, I still highly encourage you to listen to this entire episode because a lot of these tools that I'm going to be mentioning are applicable, again, to other aspects of life. You can use these tools to gain clarity on what your desires are, what your goals are. And if you decide you don't want to make a vision board, I mean, I think you're missing out, but that is 
a-okay um just just listen to this and i think that you will gain a lot of clarity on why this even works and why manifesting works because a lot of you if you're still skeptical at all or maybe you listened to my manifesting episode and you tried it and it worked maybe you've hit a roadblock or maybe you just want to take it to the next level this is something that will absolutely help and when you actually hear the science behind it it's pretty mind-blowing and i'm someone personally as much as i absolutely believe in all of this stuff sometimes it does take a little bit of logic a little bit of science to really convince my brain that like yes this does work you know you can see it for yourself and it's amazing and then you can believe it but sometimes having that extra just proof if you if you are to say proof i don't even like that word because it makes it sound like this is one giant like science lab but really with a lot of this mindset stuff it, it does help to hear kind of the science that what's going on in our brains that is actually making this happen. So without further ado, we are just going to get right on in to vision boards. Oh my God, this is so exciting. I love vision boards and I have many. I have one as my iPhone wallpaper and my computer wallpaper. I also have a physical board. So that's kind of a cool thing too. They can be in any way, shape or form and it'll still do the trick. So like I kind of mentioned, I used to think that vision boards were just a fun art project, something pretty that you could put on your wall. But the past year, I've realized that vision boards are really powerful tools that help you manifest and achieve your desires and actually bring the things that you want and want to achieve into your physical reality. So if you're ready to take your goals and your desires to the next level, then listen to this carefully because I'm about to tell you the biggest reason why people often don't achieve their goals. And I will remind you, I did an entire episode on goal setting and how I efficiently and effectively set goals that you will achieve 100% of the time or that I will achieve 100% of the time. I believe it's like episode two. It was at the very beginning. Take a listen to that if you want. But I'm about to tell you why people don't often achieve their goals. And this is the biggest reason why. And the reason why is that many of us don't get what we want because we don't know what we want. And it sounds so simple. We don't know what we want. And you're probably sitting there like, but no, I totally know what I want. No, I know. But I invite you to really dig deep today while you're listening to this and question yourself here. Question, do you actually really know what you want when it comes down to it? Do you know exactly what you want? And if you don't, it's actually really fun to start defining that, to start figuring out what you want. It's really fun. It's like you can sit there and just dream up literally any life or any situation that you could possibly imagine. I find that fun. <laughs> so yeah, the, the the biggest reason why people don't achieve their goals is they don't know what they are or they think they know what they are, but they don't or they're not specific enough. So if we can know what we want and we can hone in on those desires, on those wants, then we will more easily and more often achieve them. So as I'm walking you guys through this process, the process of creating a vision board, why they work so so well, I want you to start thinking about your own goals and desires and ask yourself, do I really know what I want? Do I? Sometimes, I mean, honestly, this can change often too. I ask myself every day if I know what I actually want. And I decided last week actually that I need to set aside time in my calendar to sit down with myself, maybe like go to the beach or go somewhere alone without my phone and literally just think about my longer term goals and really what they are. Because I think I know what they are. And then I'll be like, wait, actually what, like if I could have my dream job, like what do I want to be doing in 20 years? I actually have no idea. So those are like questions that I'm asking myself constantly and it's okay if they change. But ask yourself, okay? And if you find yourself lacking clarity, if you don't know what you want, 
and you sit down and you try to think and you still don't know or you're lacking clarity or you're rethinking your desires, don't worry. Don't think that that's a bad thing. It's completely fine. Like this is not all something that just happens in one day and it'll come to you. So don't don't fret. Don't worry. A vision board is just a tool actually that's going to help you gain this clarity. And they're actually really fun to make also. So <laughs> that's pretty exciting. So what is a vision board? Literally, what is it? What is it? You guys probably have an idea of what it is, like, a, you know, a visual on a wall that has a bunch of images of like fancy cars and houses. Totally that. It can be that. But to be more specific, a vision board is a tool used to help clarify, concentrate and maintain focus on a specific life goal. So like I mentioned before, it's a tool. It is actually a tool. And it's used to help you clarify those goals, help you concentrate on those goals and help you maintain focus on those goals, both subconsciously and consciously. And I'm gonna talk about the subconscious part in a bit, and that's my favorite part of this whole thing, is the actual science of what's going on in your brain when you are looking at a vision board. So it's it's pretty exciting stuff. I'm a huge nerd for that, so get ready. <laughs> so I wanna note that a vision board can be digital or physical. There's no right or wrong way to create one, like I mentioned. I've made both physical versions and digital versions. I've made poster board, wallpaper for my iPhone, laptop, anything that you look at every day, anything that will be in front of you at different points of the day every single day works. So you choose what that is. And we'll get in later into the actual step-by-step process. But I want to talk first about why a vision board works. I'm going to convince you to make one. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you why, why this works and what does it even do. So it helps you to identify your vision and give it clarity, like I said. It can reinforce your daily affirmations. And I've talked about daily affirmations before. I personally prefer to have my affirmations be separate from a vision board on a piece of paper as something that I can read to myself every night or every morning. And I'll talk about that. Um, but, you know, this can reinforce your daily affirmations. And it can keep your attention on your intentions. So a vision board is something that is very intentional. You're, you're putting things on there with intention and purpose. And that's what's going to help you achieve the things that are on there. So here's where we get into the nitty gritty brain science. Because this is the part that I live for. I literally love telling people about this because I feel like I see people's minds just click with it a little bit more because they're actually hearing science. They're like, oh, that's actually something in your brain. Cool. Okay, what you're talking about is not just a bunch of hippy dippy woo woo stuff. It's actually a real thing. So I love, love, love explaining this part. And I may have mentioned this before in an episode, but I'm going to get deep. Okay. So if any of you have ever heard of the reticular activating system or the RAS in your brain, then good for you. I'm really proud that you know that because I did not know what that was until recently. Well, actually until like a year and a half ago. I feel like that was so recent that I started studying all this stuff, but I guess it really has been a while. So never mind. So what is the reticular activating system? It is a part of your brain. Okay. And you can Google this, you know, you can fact check me if you want. Um, but I looked up the official definition because I want to make sure that I'm explaining it to the best of my ability. The reticular activating system quite literally is a diffuse network of nerve pathways in the brainstem connecting to the spinal cord, cerebrum, and cerebellum and mediating the overall level of consciousness. Okay, so that's like the deep scientific definition of it. I'm obviously going to break it down for you. Like, well, what the heck does that mean? What does it do for me? But, but let's just say it's quite literally a pathway of nerves 
in your brainstem and it connects every part of your brain and it mediates the level of consciousness that you have. So in other words, in more of a way that we can all understand, the reticular activating system filters out unnecessary information so that the important stuff gets through. So when you're looking around, when you're taking in stimuli, when you're talking to people, when you're reading emails, when you're hearing sounds, all of that stimuli that's coming into you at once, your brain has to filter and process and only focus on certain things of that, certain aspects of that. Because if you were fully 100% processing every single stimuli that was coming at you at every moment, you would literally overload and fall on the floor and faint. No, you wouldn't. But that would be a lot. <laughs> that would be a lot. So there is a part of your brain, which is this, that filters out the unnecessary stuff so that the important stuff can get through. So I want to give you guys an actual example of this because you still might be like, I don't know what you're saying. You will understand this because this happens to you every day, whether you notice it or not. So I'm going to give you a couple examples. First of all, the reticular activating system is the reason why if you learn a new word or, you know, you learn something, most, let's just say a new word, you learn a new vocabulary word, you start hearing it everywhere. You start like, all of a sudden you feel like everyone is using that word, they're saying it everywhere. Or it's the same reason why you can tune out a crowd full of people. Like if you're in a crowd of talking people at a sports game, at a concert, but you can hear the person directly next to you talking and you're kind of filtering out the rest of the crowd. It's the same reason why you can immediately snap to attention, though, if you hear someone say your name or something that sounds like it. So you're in that crowd, you're listening to your friend next to you, and all of a sudden you like turn to the side because you heard someone say your name. That was your subconscious. That was your reticular activating system. Hearing that name and deeming that as important and telling your brain to snap to consciousness and look and see who's trying to get your attention. Same reason, actually, funny story about that. I used to have the biggest trouble waking up to my alarm clocks. I don't know what it was. An alarm could be blasting in my eardrum and I would not wake up. But if my roommate opened my door very quietly and just said, Adrian, I would like snap right awake, like sit up fully and just be fully conscious. And it made no sense to me. I was like, how is it that you can say my name so quietly and I will snap awake and yet I can have a stupid truck honking sound like a trucker alarm going off in my eardrum for an hour straight and I won't wake up okay but guess what it's your RAS doing its job so my favorite example of this actually and this is the one I always tell everyone but I do like the the crowd example as well but my favorite example is that whenever I as a kid or even now I guess <laughs> had a crush on someone I started seeing their car everywhere I don't know why their car maybe just because that's I would associate them with their car. I don't know. But I would start to see their car literally everywhere. And I'm sure any of you have probably experienced this or if you're trying to get a new car and then you start seeing it everywhere. Now, that's not because there's actually more of that car on the road. No, there's the same amount of that car on the road. It's because your reticular activating system has deemed that car as important. It has flagged it as ding, ding, this is important. She cares about this. So it's filtering that through into your conscious and you are now noticing it more than you ever did before. So I hope that those examples help to kind of give you a feel for what the reticular activating system does because I'm now going to tell you how this works in terms of vision boards. So you can basically think of a vision board as a tool, something that tickles. I, like, I don't know. I don't love the word tickles, but I don't know. I feel like it works for this. A vision board is something that tickles this part of your brain. So 
by you looking at something every single day, even without consciously thinking about it, you're telling that part of your brain that what's on that board is important to you because you're seeing it every day. So you're telling that part, hey, this is important. What's on here is important. And that part of your brain then goes to work and it starts filtering your reality and showing you opportunities and situations which will be connected to achieving that important thing or to having that important thing. So the stuff on the board is a symbol representation of the things that you want. And when you look at it, even without consciously thinking anything specific, you just walk by it and you glance, you know, or, oh, you just look up and it's right there. And then you look back down at your computer, whatever it is, completely subconsciously. Every time you see that, you're telling your reticular activating system that that's important. And what your reticular activating system is then doing is filtering out everything in your reality to present you more of those opportunities, more of those things, thing, whether it be a thing, an email, a call from someone, you know, a job offer, whatever it is, it's filtering that to you so that more of that is accessible and you can then take more of those opportunities and eventually achieve more of what's on that board. So I know that it, you know, you can still feel like, oh, that sounds like a stretch, but I'm telling you that that is quite literally what's going on in your brain. When you are subconsciously deeming that board as important by looking at it every day, and it go that's the same with manifestation. Like the reason I like to like write things down physically and then look at it is because for me I find that that works really well. And if you listen to my episode on um, a manifesting story that I had recently was where I wrote down a specific monetary goal that I wanted, but I didn't even think about it. I just kind of wrote it down. And literally, I kept flipping through my planner, and every now and then I would just kind of see it. I would glance at it, but I didn't consciously think anything of it. I just would see it and then flip the page. And a couple weeks later, I literally, that thing that I had written down completely showed up in my life. And it was just a dollar amount. It was an unexpected dollar amount, and it happened. So, and you don't always know like how or when or why. Like maybe I had sent an email that actually triggered someone to offer me this or whatever. But I sent that email for a reason, even if I didn't consciously know why I did it at the time, my brain was at work showing me the things and just letting me do the right things that I needed to do in order to get that without even knowing that that is what was happening. So that's why you always have to also just let go and just let things happen. Just trust that it's going to work because you'll be doing the right things and you're not even knowing it. So that is the reticular activating system. And it's kind of fun to think about it, just to think about, okay, there's a part of my brain that's kind of like at work for me. It's at work to help me get these things that I want in my life. And that's pretty freaking awesome. And by the way, in the same way that it'll filter out you know, things in your reality, it also seeks information that validates your beliefs. So whatever parameters you give your world, if you have certain beliefs, those beliefs like shape how you see the world, right? So if you think you're bad at giving speeches and you believe that, you're like, I'm a terrible speech giver or whatever it is, then you probably will be. And you probably hear people say this all the time. Like, if you believe life is hard, then it will be. If you believe you can't do this, then you can't. And that's freaking true. And it's true on a bigger level than just, oh, I have negative self-talk. Like, you're actually telling that part of your brain to filter out things that have to do with that belief. So if you believe you work efficiently, you most likely do. The RAS helps you to see what you want to see. And in doing so, it influences your actions. 
So if you keep telling yourself you suck at this, you suck at this, then your brain is going to show you things that confirm that. You're going to suck more. You're going to keep, you know, and then your influ- your actions are going to be influenced. You're not going to go take speaking opportunities because you're going to think that you suck. You're going to, you know, it's this whole thing. It's a whole situation. And I'm not going to get so deep into it because I could literally talk for an hour about it. But that is all you really need to know about that. So before we get into my experience with vision boards, but also how to actually create a vision board, I'm going to give you a step-by-step process. Before we get into that, we're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back. Hey there, the holidays are here. So it's good to know Kroger can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Kroger has got you covered. So order for free pickup at Kroger.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. All right, welcome back. So like I said, we're going to talk about how to create a vision board. But I want to emphasize one quick thing before that that has to do with um the RAS, but also the vision board. I want to just re-emphasize how subconscious this process is. So you do not have to sit there and set aside time every day to think about each item on your vision board. If you do, that's actually great. That it'll only help you. That would be what we would call like um, visualizing, like sitting and closing your eyes and really just visualizing the feeling that you would get if you achieved this thing or you got that new car. Like, what do you hear? What do you see? How do you physically feel and kind of embody that feeling? That does help you to manifest things faster. But I want to emphasize that you don't have to do that in order for a vision board to to work for you. So your brain is doing the work every time you look at it without you even knowing. And the same way, let's say the same way you can listen to a podcast in the car and feel like you're only half listening, but maybe you're also letting your mind wander about other things but then maybe later you're talking to someone and you whip out a cool like fact or quote from the podcast i find that that happens to me all the time sometimes i'll get in the car and i'll be like oh i just i should listen to a podcast i should learn some things right now but then my brain just feels exhausted i'm like oh i just don't feel like learning right now well guess what i always just turn it on anyway and i realize that learning is so passive like you're just sitting there and your brain is absorbing all of this stuff without you even having to think to absorb it You're literally just sitting there and it's just coming into your brain and staying there and you don't even know. (laughs) So the same way that that happens is what's happening when you're looking at a vision board. So don't stress over the consciousness of this project. Literally by doing the work ahead of time to, to figure out those goals and to write them down or to create pictures of them, you're doing it. You're doing it and it's completely subconscious. Okay, so like I said, Vision boards are more than just cool pieces of art, but they can be cool pieces of art. Why not make them cool pieces of art? That's fun. But they are actually tools that will help you get what you want in life faster than normal. That sounds amazing, right? I think it sounds amazing. Okay, we're going to talk about how to make one now. So this is your actual step-by-step guide. Hello, welcome to an episode of How to Create a Vision Board. I'm your host, Adrian Finch. We're going to talk about it right now. And before I do, I want to say there is no right or wrong way to make a vision board. Absolutely no right or wrong way. Please remember that. Please hear that and know that right now. There is no right or wrong way. If one of these things doesn't feel like it works for you, don't do it. This is only going to work for you if it works for you, if you know what I mean. That's redundant. You know what I'm saying. It's true. So don't feel like there's a right or wrong way. These are just 
kind of the things that I do to create one. And it's helpful to have a little bit of a guide. But literally, you guys can also watch a million YouTube videos, Google it, like make one however you want to make one and just know that it's working for you because I just gave you kind of the the science behind it, so to speak. And so we're going to just make one. So step number one, and this is honestly the most important step. I will tell you that this you should do, <laughs> as I'm just saying. There's no right or wrong way. But I encourage you, this is definitely important. So the first step is to gain, gain, I can speak today. The first step is to gain clarity on what your goals are. Okay, so we talked about that a little bit at the beginning. But I'm talking specifics. So maybe you want a better life or maybe you want to be happier. So that's great. You know, that's all great and fun. But those are broad desires. And yes, you may want that. You want a better life. But a vision board is the tool that like transforms those broader desires and into more specific attainable things that you can actually envision having. So not just when you envision a better life, what does that mean? What does that look like? What do you mean by a better life? Right. Because for some people, having a better life will mean having a bigger house or having a new car or having that purse or going on that trip. For others, having a better life might mean having better relationships or moving up in your career. It means different things for different people. So having a broad want like a better life, you need to get more specific than that, especially because you're going to be picking a symbol that represents that. So if for you it is I want to have I want to move up in my career so I have enough money to get a new car because the new car is kind of the symbol of like, hey, I've made it. Then great. A car would be a perfect thing to put on your vision board. And some of these don't you don't have to overthink every single thing. Like if you literally want to get your nails done every week, then put a picture of nails. It can be something little or something big can be something material or not. But I highly encourage you to like have a moment with yourself where you really, really dig deep and think. What do you want? And this process is so much fun. I've said this so many times because I genuinely enjoy this and I do it all the time. I'm constantly rethinking my desires. Sit down and literally have a piece of paper and don't have your phone on, don't have your computer and literally just think like if there were no limitations in life, no restrictions, no money, no time, like as a restriction, those are not things. Literally, what would you want? Both physical, in your life, relationships, like what kind of job? What would you want if there were no limitations? So you're going to find yourself starting to say, ooh, I would love to be the CEO of this. Oh, but I can't. Oh, but I can't do that. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. This is the time when it's fun because you can genuinely think of anything you want and you don't have to restrict yourself at all. So think of those things and write those things down on a piece of paper. Literally just put it all down and get as specific as you can and really think about what do you want? What do you want? And I promise you, it's fun. It's really, really fun. It's made me realize a lot of things that I wanted that I didn't even know that I wanted. And most of them are fancy cars, but that's besides the point. So that is step number two. Let's gain some clarity on what we want, the goals that we have, the material things, the the relationship. What do we want? And then step number two is much like, so I talked about this with the manifestation episode, the 24 hours. If you haven't listened to that, highly encourage but on that worksheet, in that nine-step process, one if you, re- uh, if you remember, one of the steps was to come up with a symbol that represents the desire or goal. Any symbol. But it has to be the symbol that makes you think of that goal. So this can be a word. This can be a phrase, an image, a color. It can be literally anything. But the image needs to represent your goal. Okay? So I'm not going to lie on my vision board. I mostly have like 
nice houses and nice cars, not because I'm a materialistic bee, but because for me, if I have the money and the financial freedom and the physical freedom, the time, you know, freedom to have the type of job that I want and work flexibly and make enough money to own the type of house, the type of car, go on the trips I want. Like that's a measure of me making it to the level I want in my career. So it's not just like, oh, I just want all these fancy things. But to me, like a nice car is a symbol of, hey, I moved up in my career and I deserve to own this possession that I think is cool, right? So it can be whatever you want it to be, but think of the symbols that you want to represent all the things that you wrote down that you want. And these can be big or small. Again, like this doesn't have to be, oh, things that I can only achieve in the next year because maybe you won't be, you know, a multimillionaire in one year. Maybe you will be. That would be freaking awesome. Please tell me if that happens. Um, But, you know, don't restrict yourself. Put anything you want. So, and if you want, this is kind of step three, but also part of step two. If you want to put affirmations on there, do it. I already told you I have a separate sheet um, where I put mine. But affirmations are basically just like things that you say about yourself that are positive, even if it's something in the future. Like, let's say I want to be a super successful CEO of a Fortune 500 company. I don't know. Or like, let's say I want to be on the Forbes 30 under 30 list, which (laughs) I do. That would be fun. I have ways to go, but we'll get there. But let's say that I want that. So instead of saying like, I want to be or I will be, you say I am on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. And that's how you word it. That's how you write it down. So some of those things can be fun to put on a vision board. I am Forbes 30 under 30. Or I could just literally take the little Forbes 30 under 30 logo that they put on the magazine or the newspaper article and just put that on the vision board. I actually should. I should add that to mine. I definitely will. But um, so affirmations are amazing because they're basically your limiting beliefs worst nightmare okay they're what shuts up that constant noise in your head that voice that tells you you can't do this you're not good enough to achieve that like you can't be have or do anything you want in this life no the daily affirmations are shutting those right up because you're telling yourself and remember i said with the reticular activating system your beliefs are so important so that that voice will constantly try to tell you that you shouldn't believe these things that they're not true But by saying these affirmations to yourself every single day, you're literally quieting those voices and you're switching your belief. Slowly but surely, you are switching your belief. Because that's another whole topic of brain conversation that we can save for another episode. But if you've ever heard of neuroplasticity, you can quite literally rewire your brain. And actually, my parents are both psychologists and they do cognitive behavioral therapy where they actually teach their clients to retrain themselves, like to rethink of memories that were traumatic for them to reframe them into different memories and actually convince your brain that the traumatic thing didn't happen the way that it happened and that it was actually not as negative or whatever. I keep going on these side tangents, but it's all really important. The point being that you have limiting beliefs, whether you think you do or not, we all do. We all do because we are beings that want to just survive. So our survival instincts will tell us to fight or flight. And with a lot of things, it'll tell us to flight. (laughs) Like, no, you can't do that. That's scary. That's a risk. Don't do that. So these limiting beliefs are stopping you. And by saying daily affirmations or by putting these on your vision board, you're shutting up that voice that's telling you to stop. Okay. So affirmations express who you really are. They release you from those limiting beliefs and they allow you to know that the possibilities in your life really are unlimited. All right. And then the final step, step four, is quite literally to make the board. That's it. Make the board. So this can either be on a poster board, a sheet of paper, phone, or laptop. 
I encourage you to do it whichever way works best for you. If you want to do a physical one, you can print pictures online. You can take pictures out of a magazine. You can draw things yourself. Do whatever it is that you want to do that works for you, that feels comfortable. It doesn't matter the size. It doesn't matter the order. Some people like to put words and pictures. Some people just like to put pictures. It is completely up to you. Um, and then if you want to make one on your phone or laptop, there are a couple websites that allow you to do this for free. One of them is canva.com. Um, there, you guys are probably even more tech savvy than me, so you can definitely find one where you can kind of just make a collage of photos. I usually just for my phone go to Pinterest, search the types of images I want, save them to my phone, and then make a little collage on Canva or PicMonkey on my phone, set it as my background. And then I'm looking at it every day without even knowing. So that's how to make a vision board. So honestly, you guys, that's kind of all I want to get into today because I don't want to, I don't want to overwhelm you. I don't want to go too deep. But the most important takeaways that I just want you to think about are, first of all, the fact that this is actually an incredibly powerful tool that will help you to achieve what you want a lot faster um, than normal because of what your reticular activating system is doing when it's looking at this. And it's kind of cool to know this fact about your brain as well because it'll make you see things slightly differently. It'll make you start to focus on and concentrate on the positive things, the things you want and not the negative things. At least I hope it'll start to shift your mindset into more positive thinking because everything that you're saying out loud, you are telling that part of your brain to care about. Every negative thought you're telling your brain to care about, every limiting belief, every piece of negative self-talk, you're telling that part of your brain that that's important. And you can control that. If you don't have those negative you know, thoughts, if you shift those negative thoughts to positive ones, you can retrain that part of your brain that actually, hey, I was wrong. I don't want that. I want this. And you can show that part of your brain that that's what's important to you. And it'll begin to filter out everything that will help you achieve that. And this whole concept, the reticular activating system has a lot to do as well with the subconscious and manifestation. Like if you hear or read books about manifesting, the law of attraction, a lot of people mention this part of your brain because it's the same type of thing when you accidentally manifest something that you didn't want. It's because you are saying those things out loud. You're, let's say you're complaining about, oh, I like I hate bills. I don't want any more bills. Like I don't want to pay bills. All your brain, all your subconscious brain is hearing is bills. Bills, 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 more bills. Okay, more of those. <laughs> like it doesn't know right or wrong. It doesn't know like do want or don't want. It doesn't speak in that term. It just hears what you're saying. It just hears bills. So same with this, like make sure that you're focusing on those wants. Don't focus on the things you don't have or on the things you lack. And that's, you know, that's just step one to, you know, really shifting your thinking. Don't think about the things that you lack. When you're thinking about what you want, don't even write down what you don't want. Like if you say, I want less, uh, let's say I want less stress in my life. Don't say I want less stress because all your brain is hearing is stress. Oh, stress. You want more of it? Great. Instead, say I want more um, relaxation, you know, or I want more let I want. Well, actually, that was a fine example. I'm like trying to think of another one. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Flip the negatives into positives. And that's what you're telling your brain that you want. And really be conscious of it. It's it's cool. And over time, it'll become a lifestyle and you're not going to be so conscious about every little thought that you're having and every little word that you're saying. It's just going to become how you live, how you live your life. So without anything else to say, I am going to 
stop talking about that now but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i would love feedback um i would love to hear if you guys made vision boards if you did you should post them tag me you should put them in your stories i would love to see them and repost or dm them to me at the self-made ceo on instagram and my personal Instagram at Adrian Finch. I also want to remind you that I have a channel where I'm posting the video versions of these shows. If you are more of a visual person and you want to see my lovely face, I don't know if you do, but if you do, I will link it down below. I also have a Facebook page and group, and I also have a number that you guys can call into to leave voicemails with questions for me and I haven't gotten a whole lot and I, I want more. I want more questions. Don't be afraid to call. Leave me a voicemail. Um, if you guys want to do that, then I will tell you the number if I can find it. Where's the number? Oh, found it. You should call 818-446-6484 and leave your question in the form of voicemail. Would love to add it to an episode and talk about it. So, Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and rate and review and do all the good things. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, my dark darlings. Hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I wanna tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when and helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable, so it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.